So I love vacations. In fact, this past summer, my family, who's from Florida, went on a huge road trip. And we stopped in Ohio at this water park that had some really amazing looking water slides. And my kids were so pumped. And so I look up at my nine-year-old son, Nathan, and he goes down the water slide and he comes up out of the water. And it's just pure bliss and excitement and happiness. And I look up thinking I'm gonna see the same thing from Brady, but rather I see him turn around, put his head down, dejected, and walk down the stairs. And I said, Brady, what's up? What happened? And he said, you have to be 48 inches to ride the water slide. My son Brady is literally 47 plus inches at this time. He's from Florida. He knows how to swim. And so I said, Brady, this isn't right. Why don't you go to that slide over there? Same rules, surely that lifeguard's not gonna be as strict as the last one. And so he does, and the same thing happens. And at this point, I huddle my boys together and I say, okay kids, here's what we're gonna do. We're getting that Brady, that son of mine, on that water slide if it's the last thing we have to do. And here's what we're gonna do. Brady, I want you to go up, I want you to stand tall this time. I want you to kind of stand on your tippy toes, right? And puff your chest up and look up a little bit. It, because you got to be confident when you're in these things and so sure enough the plan works to perfection I taught my kids how to lie and Brady goes down the water slide and once you go down it once you go down it every time some of you might be judging me right now thinking how could you let your son get on that slide why would you ever teach your kids how to lie but I bet in the room right now I'm talking to a husband and wife duo that you probably went to a restaurant and ordered one drink and yet both of you have drunk from it. I bet there's someone in the room that might have even snuck some candy or a snack into the movie theater and possibly even as a kid you were sneaking into places that you know you shouldn't have been in. All of us have relaxed God's commands. All of us have shaded his truth for our favor. In fact every single one of us has failed and as we're talking this week a lot about sin and forgiveness I, I bet that there's many of you right now that can think back to something that you said, something that you thought, something that you've done, that even still today, you are utterly ashamed of. So as we enter into days 13 through 19 of the Red Letter Challenge, we're gonna be introduced to the second principle that Jesus calls, commands, and asks his followers to put into practice. And it's a huge one, it's a foundational one, it's this theme of forgiveness. Jesus talks a lot about forgiveness. He talks about how to receive God's forgiveness, and he talks about how we as his followers are to give away his forgiveness to others. But what's crazy is when I've asked people, which one do you struggle with more? Do you struggle more with receiving God's forgiveness for yourself or forgiving other people? More than 90% of people struggle more with receiving God's forgiveness for themselves. And the truth in that is this, you cannot be a really forgiving person unless you have been forgiven by God. And after all that Jesus has done for us, we as his followers, we know what he saved us from. We know what he's forgiven us from. And so we want to be the greatest forgivers that we can be to show people what the forgiveness of Jesus looks like in their life. Every time I fly, I'm always a little bit concerned when the flight attendant goes through the list of safety precautions. Like I realize there's a risk when I fly. Just like I know there's a risk every time I get in my car, but I don't remind myself of that every time. And so they'll go through their spiel and they'll have you take out the emergency card in your front seat and talk about all the flotation devices and everything like that. And I'll, I'll watch them with the people in the emergency exit rows and make sure they're okay. One of the things I've noticed as a parent is they'll walk down the aisles and they'll stop if you're traveling with a child and they'll say, hey, in the case of loss in cabin pressure, make sure you put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then put it on your child. 
And that always felt weird to me, especially in our culture where we bow down at the altar of our kids and we'll do anything to serve our kids and, and, and whatever they need. And so it feels weird when the flight attendant says to me as the adult, you got to take care of yourself first before you can take care of your kid. Turns out there's good reason for it. When you're flying at such a high altitude and something bad happens, you can actually lose your consciousness in less than one minute. And symptoms start coming like nausea and vomiting and blurriness and tunnel vision and this disease called hypoxia, which is a deficiency in the amount of oxygen your brain has comes in and your capacity to do simple things deteriorates. And so you have to put it on yourself first in that first minute, it's so important, so you can not only save yourself, but save your child. I think forgiveness is very similar. Many of us are walking around and yet we, we're walking around with unforgiveness and the devil wants to keep that on you, but you really won't be a forgiving person until you first have received what God has given to you. Until you put that mask on, that mask of forgiveness that God has given to you, then you can give it away to others. The enemy is going to want to come and he's going to want to keep you in a state of unforgiveness as long as he possibly can. He's going to want you to have shame and guilt and baggage and want you to stay in that forever. But you don't have to any longer. God declares to you today that you can break free. He's done everything you need to break free. Jesus Christ has already paid the price for your sins, and there is no sin that is too big or too extreme that God did not already die for. It is done. And God invites you to break free and receive his forgiveness today. Because once you've broken free, you can help others break free. Once you've been forgiven, you can give forgiveness to others. And once you've been rescued, you can join God in his mission to rescue others.